ever done something really nice for someone uh, and it really surprised them? Has that ever happened to you? Uh, you would probably know because they would kind of give you that shocked look like, why on earth are you doing that kind of a puzzled look, uh, waiting maybe for there to be another part to what you did that maybe isn't so nice. Uh, you know how people give you that look. And they may have even stopped and asked you why you did that nice thing for them. Well, they asked this question because they're curious about what motivated you to do that nice thing for them. You know, often today, people are more accustomed to being ignored, treated rudely, or with impatience. So when someone actually shows genuine care and concern for them, especially when they don't have to do it, it makes an impact. Well, being a disciple of Jesus Christ is about being impacted by God's love and grace in our own life, and then being impactful as we respond by showing love and grace to others. And nothing is more impactful in our world today than being a servant leader. Today is Servant Sunday, and as we begin to talk about servanthood here for a few minutes, I think we first need to start out, and I think it'd be helpful if we start first by talking about the idea of freedom. Well, long before the United States was even a dream or before Samuel Francis Smith wrote America and we sang, let freedom ring, freedom meant something different than we often think of it uh, today. Freedom in the American sense is often envisioned as separation from all constraints or limitations or regulations. We do not like people telling us what to do or what we can and cannot say. We don't like it when people step on our rights. And we all imagine freedom that might come if we were all self-made men or self-made women. But these concepts of freedom would have been very foreign to Jesus and the world that he entered and to Paul in our scripture reading for today. And to be honest, it's even foreign to a lot of people in a lot of cultures around the world right now. Freedom in the sense that Jesus and Paul used it in scripture, in fact, is not about ridding ourselves of all ties or constraints, but in fact is about binding ourselves or enslaving ourselves to God and to one another for the good of the world. This type of freedom is freedom to choose to be bound to and serve a different kind of master. It is a freedom for instead of freedom from. So now let's talk a little bit about servanthood. First of all, there is a subtle yet extremely important difference between being enslaved or being made a servant and servanthood. Language is like that for us. Uh, we sometimes struggle. You know, when you see slave in scripture, you may automatically think of the evil of chattel slavery in our own country. And you should, because that was horrible, and we do not want it to ever be repeated. However, that is not the only way that that word is used. And in scripture, um, we need to be clear that we're, when we hear a word, we don't just shut down because we don't like that word. Or we don't like to be called a servant because we don't want to serve anybody or want to be thought that we have to serve anybody else, that they have control over us. So we need to be careful here. Being enslaved or being 
made a servant is about someone from the outside, the master, exerting power and control over you, sometimes even with violence, for the sole and disproportionate benefit of themselves. Masters in this sense care little about those who they enslave, and they have incredibly negative impacts on the well-being of the people who God has trusted to their care. Remember that point, because it's very important. People in leadership, in business, in our schools, in our community, in our government, in our churches, God has trusted you with the care of his people, of his beloved creation, of his very children. And he is watching how we treat them, and especially the least of these among us. Do not be deceived. And think for one moment, no matter how powerful you or others may become, that you can hide from God if you are ravaging his children. Enslavement, in this sense, is violence and must be unequivocally opposed. So please do not confuse enslavement with servanthood. Becoming a slave or a servant in the sense that Jesus and Paul in our scripture reading from 1 Corinthians today use it, requires us to have a different understanding. We are not being enslaved or forced against our will by God into being servants. Instead, we are choosing first to put our complete trust in a better master who takes the responsibility for our care seriously. When we place our trust in Jesus Christ who came to be God with us, who lived and died and rose again, conquering the power of sin and death forever, then we have the power to choose to be a servant or to be a slave to Christ. We are servants to Christ, not simply servants. And by choosing to be a servant with Christ as our one and only master, then we experience true freedom. In Christ, there is freedom for us, and there is freedom for all of us. Scripture attests in Galatians 3.8 that there is no longer Jew or Greek, there is no longer slave or free, there is no longer male and female, for all of you are one in Christ Jesus. This unity is another gracious byproduct of becoming a servant to Christ. Because when we place our trust in his salvation and care, we can also dare to love our neighbors and even our enemies and serve them as a response to the grace that we have already received. Throughout Paul's letters, uh, theologian N.T. Wright observes, his overall point is to make people see that Christian freedom is not freedom to do whatever you would like, but freedom from all the things that stop you from being the person that God really wants you to be, which is freedom for the service of God and the gospel. When we serve a better master, we are freed to believe the good news of the gospel that in Christ all things are being made new. We know Christ has the final victory and here and now we are to serve him and our neighbors as a testimony to his love and his grace. Jesus 
needs servants because the world needs Jesus. That's where people would say, amen, if we were in another church. Thank you. When Paul said, I have made myself a slave to all so that I might win more of them. He is talking about selflessly serving so that this service may be a witness, a shining light, a big gigantic neon arrow that or that sorry, that points the way and draws people to Jesus Christ, who is the savior of the whole world, all of it. More and more it is clear that we are in a missionary situation in North America today. And now more than ever, we need servant leaders who turn from the false masters that, who all sometimes tempt us and con us even sometimes into following. And we need to turn back in selfless service that enables others to see and participate in the ever-expanding realm of God. Sophocles once wrote, all men, and I'm sure he meant women too, make mistakes. But a good man yields when he knows his course is wrong and he repairs the evil. The only crime is pride. Paul again writes in 1 Corinthians 12, there are different kinds of service in the church. But it is the same Lord who we are serving. There are different ways God works in our lives. But it is the same God who does the work through all of us. So humble yourself. Take on a servant's trust. And let the good master, Jesus, guide your steps in service now and forevermore. And all of God's people said, Amen.